551 of Good Luck High Five. That's right. You're listening to a podcast that's for you if you play Magic the Gathering. I'm one of your hosts, Maria. I'm another one of your hosts, Megan. And on today's show, we are looking into the future. Oh, how far into the future, fortune teller? Well, three years to be exact. Whoa. Up to Very three years. Specific. One year, two year, and three years. All oh. It's all included in the price of your fortune telling. How much is my fortune telling? We're going to get to that after okay. I do everything. You know, uh, I'm going to let you know. It's going to be a lot. <laughs> but you at home don't have to pay a single dime. You're wow. getting this for free. That's right. Or. Or. You're not. <laughs> Say more about that, Megan. Thank you so much <laughs> to people who are patrons of the show. Yes, absolutely. If you are not getting this show for free, you're a hero. You are a true hero. You really a are magic a true Hero. Hero of the show. Uh, Patreon.com slash GLHF Magic. Like, you know, be a patron. It's just real nice. It's just a real nice thing to do, everybody. Yes. Supporting the community you love and content creators you love is a, is a real thing. It is a real thing. And it makes this show happen every single week. It'll be free forever. But for those of you who pay, you are yes. the ones that make it continuing to be free for everybody. You're helping art be in the world. And it's I'm just going to like, yeah, I'm just gonna put this out there. If you have an Amazon Prime membership, you know counteract that by also supporting an artist hey there you go you get absolved thank you so much specifically to new patrons do you know what am i I like why do i never have puns ready i don't know i think it's in i think it's better that you don't okay nathan thank you so much to nathan nathan um nathan you're better than a whole mouth of hot dogs there you go. What do you think about that one? Oh, yeah. You're better, you know. How about a you contest? Um, anyways, that one's really working. That was a struggle. Uh, thank you so much to 7mm Furry. Yay! 7mm Fury! That's, you know... I also can't make... Maria, we talked earlier about how our brains are not functioning and like you're seeing... In, in real time yeah. right now that my brain yeah. is like not there. Yeah. Well, More like seven meters <laughs> swim. More like the seven meter fly. Am I right? Yeah. That that would be a very fast swimming contest. That would be a, the shortest swimming contest of all time. You jump in Everybody the pool, ties. you touch the wall. <laughs> Everybody ties. We don't know what, why we do this one anymore. Why do we do this race? It's not a long swimming race. Well, thanks, seven millimeter. Thank and you. Robert. Robert. You're forging a new path ahead for good luck high five. Robert knows what's that, what that's about. Oh, okay. There you go. Well, thank you, Robert. Uh, all those people wow. became new patrons or increased their pledges since last episode. If you want the same glory as these puns that these listeners have received. And how could you not <laughs> when they were all so good? Uh, please consider becoming a patron or increasing their pledge by next episode. They were all, I think I can, I like, I'm pretty confident saying that they were all coherent and clever well, well you know yeah Coherent and clever yes i'll i'll say clever for sure okay wow <laughs> generous <laughs> uh yeah you keep the podcast happening so if you want that kind of fanfare please become a patron before our next episode yes uh, we also want to say thank you to Card Kingdom. They've been fantastic through the life of this podcast. The whole life. The whole life. And yeah. we just want to say, if you want anything for your magical life, you can check them out at cardkingdom.com slash GLHF. Pre-order The Wilds of Aldrain right now. It is available on their website to pre-order. Yeah. Um, I think the set, I mean, who knows? Because the previews are actually starting today for I the know. first time. Um, we haven't seen them yet. But, I mean, every preview art that we've seen for the set yeah. so far looks incredible. Looks so good. I'm um, very excited. Very excited. If you're hyped, you can pre-order right now. Get a box to draft with your friends. Cardkingdom.com slash GLHF. Get your, little, get your little thingies on the keyboard and type it in. We've got a preview card coming out Ooh, for this set. It's yeah. going to come out on the 20th, 20th, which is Sunday, which is a little weird yeah. <laughs> for us. But that's where you to look for it, everybody. Oh, yeah. Also, people were asking. Yeah. In the Discord, is there something that you can say? You can say, good luck, have token. Yeah. We'll give you a token. They'll give card you a Kingdom. token. Um, if they've got any left. I hope they do. Otherwise, we can send him some more. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? Nathan, this episode's for you. There we go. Got there. Nathan, for wow, you. Like the show. Okay. There it was. Found it. There it was all along. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs>
We're going to kick things off this episode before we dive into the future with a yeah. look to the past for some randomizer. Yes. We went to scryfall.com, hit the random button. We're going to try and guess what these cards do from the art alone. All right, Maria, are you ready? Yeah, I mean, can I be? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> okay. This art is fantastic. This is Miri, I want to say, or one of Miri's relatives, Yeah. Um, which is a jungle cat. What kind of cat is that? It's a sexy cat lady. It's a sexy cat lady. She's wearing a little... <laughs> bikini <laughs> yeah, and she's up in a tree yeah it's the middle of the night the moon is out and she's holding a sunflower yeah she's sniffing it this is a very very cool piece of art and wearing a diamond bracelet that's glinting in the moonlight she is wearing a very nice bracelet i feel like that must be important that bracelet's gotta be like important shining because else why is it yeah. like sparkling in this art um is the name miri in this art that's my i want a hint oh Wow, you want a hint? This is the first time I've ever asked for a hint on the randomizer. Um, it is, like, Miri's name is not in this. Okay. Is she referenced in the flavor she, text? She is referenced in the flavor okay, text. Okay, so it is her. So at least I yeah. feel like I know that it's her. Yeah. She's a crew of, on the well crew done. of the original Weatherlight. Um, so I would have said, like, this is Miri's diamond bracelet or something. Go for it, yeah. But I'm just going to call it Diamond Cuff. Okay. Diamond Cuff. And it's like Lion's Eye Diamond. Oh. But what if it was a printing of Lion's Eye Diamond? Do you know what Lion's Eye Diamond does? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> it's a combo piece. All right. You know, uh, this is this is, this is is Diamond Cuff. Okay. <laughs> and it does the same thing as Lion's Eye Diamond, but worse. <laughs> All right. So you think it's an artifact? Yeah, it's an artifact. Here, I'm going to look up Lion's Eye Diamond So to read this card for everybody. Okay. Discard your hand. Sacrifice Lion's Eye Diamond. Add three mana of any one color. Activate it only as an instant. It's cost zero. Yeah. So am I, how close am I? <laughs> you are quite far away. <laughs> this card is actually pretty wild. Okay. Um, it's called Nature's Kiss. Oh, what? It is one in a green. It's an enchantment aura. Oh. Enchant creature. One, exile the top card of your graveyard. Enchanted creature gets plus one, plus one until end of turn. That's what it is. And you can just activate it just for one? Yes. Oh. But well. the aura does nothing by itself. Mm, you must. You must exile pay card. an exile card. And cost two. Well, I suppose it's, you know. Yeah. And you can't do it. And like exiling the top card of your graveyard is part of the cost. Interesting. So you cannot activate this if you have no cards in your graveyard. Right. It's pretty, I mean, it's pretty bad. <laughs> It is. A, I've seen worse cards, but pretty. It is pretty bad, though. It's like pretty high up there on the bad scale. On plus the bad one plus scale. one is not the bonus that I want. What would I want? Plus two plus two. For I don't know. Card? Um. I mean, I think that of activation. Maria, I think that for one in a green, you can ask your aura to just give your creature a bonus. <laughs> but it could be any Period. creature. You know what I mean? It's like it's on all creatures. Okay, but Wait, this oh, is no. no. This just says this enchanted an, creature. This is an aura, not an enchantment. Okay, no. this all is right. an aura. Yeah, that is terrible. <laughs> um, I cradle my rage even as the earth cradles my dead kin. What? Mary of the Weatherlight. Wow, that is grim metal flavor text. It's pretty metal. She doesn't look like she's cradling any rage in that art. I'll tell you no, that. No, she looks pretty peaceful. She art by none other than Scott M. Fisher. That is a great piece of art. Wow, I'm ex I'm happy I know that that card exists. Yeah. Um, weird. Uh, well, your oh, art... it's from Weatherlight, obviously. Well, that makes sense. Your art is going <laughs> to be the polar opposite. Here you go. Wow. Pope Francis? <laughs> that is Pope Francis. Okay, I am looking at... I mean, like, it's just an old man <laughs> sitting on a bench. It's a close-up of him. Yeah. He has, uh, l like, long, straight white hair. Um, he's... He's wearing like a little hat that's yeah. green. He's wearing cardinal clothes, except they're green instead of red. Yes. Like, I don't know how else to describe it. That's what he's wearing. He's where, wearing religious garb. Where is he? He's just in room. <laughs> this looks like he is in bed to oh, me. Oh, you think he's in bed? This looks I like thought, Charlie's grandpa. Oh, I think you're right. In my mind, he's sitting on like one end of a bench, but you're right. He's like sitting in bed. That's what it looks like. But why is he fully dressed? I don't know. <laughs> this card is called the Pope in bed. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's not. Maybe it's a fancy nightgown. He's wearing like a fancy nightgown. I guess it could be. 
Um, all right, I'm going to call this, this card is going to be called Grandpa Stiltskin. It's, <laughs> that's what it looks like. Yeah. That's what it looks like. That's Gramps um, right there. Gramps, Grandpa Stiltskin. Um, it's one in a white <laughs> for a 1-1 one, one creature, um, and you can pay one and sacrifice it to give uh, an, another permanent you control protection from the color of your choice until end of turn. Oh, wow. So he's like mother of runes, except yes. he's grandpa of runes. He's grandpa of runes. <laughs> what if I told you the name of this creature was Hasdor the Abbot? Do you know what? I'd believe it. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, three white, white. So you did manage to get that this card is white. Yeah. It's a human cleric, legendary. X tap. The next X damage that would be dealt this turn to target white creature you control is dealt to Hazder the Abbot instead. Oh, yeah, interesting. You, you had the vibe. So I had like the vibe of him like protecting other stuff. Absolutely. Right, I feel pretty good about that. Uh, this from Homelands. As right. you might expect from such a garbage card. <laughs> but there Homelands, it is. Some of the worst cards in Magic's I history. Mean, he's a 2-5, so he can take a fair amount of damage. That's true. But you've got to be playing white creatures, else Hazder don't care. Yeah. Well, he's a white creature, so. Uh, and he's an abbot. Yeah. Not a, not a cardinal. Well, you What's know, the difference? I don't know if... I don't know if they have cardinals in magic lore. <laughs> is an abbot like, better than a cardinal? Abbot no, versus cardinal. The cardinal only thing better than a cardinal is a pope. Is, is a pope? Oh, really? Yes. Okay, well then. All right, we've downgraded him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, before we get going, I was going to tell you. What? We have been talking X Files so Oh, yeah, we have been. At the start of this podcast. Yeah. It's like Megan tells Maria about basketball, except Maria is a way more willing participant <laughs> yes. in this conversation. <laughs> And you've been working your way through season one. Yeah, it's really excellent. It's great. Okay, but here's the thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's the episode where, like, Mulder's, like, ex or whatever comes back. <laughs> okay. Right? It's, like, the British lady. I don't remember. Maybe. I, I know. I mean. She's, like, pretty forgettable. It's a forgettable episode. And, like, Jillian Anderson, like, Scully is, like, kind of, like, jealous or whatever. <laughs> and... The, I swear, the only reason why they have that episode and that happen yeah. is because in season one, it is abundantly clear that David Duchovny wants to sleep with Jillian Anderson. <laughs> like, he has the hots for her big time, and Jillian Anderson mm -hmm. does not care. Yeah. And so they had to put that episode in there to, like, to, like balance out her the dynamic. Oh, that's funny. I mean, it's been a hot minute since I've watched her season one. Let me tell you, in season one... That is the chemistry that is there. Wow. Is it is one way and Jillian Anderson's like, be a professional. <laughs> Whatever. Um, we work together. Exactly. Well, it will be established in later seasons that Mulder has a slight bit of a problem with watching some adult videos. <laughs> it becomes canon. And as we know, it was also his real life. <laughs> Wow! It's not like in the script, but it is <laughs> visually implied. What? We'll put it that way in more than one episode. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> Very exciting. Fun X-Files facts from Maria. <laughs> well, anyways, that's my, that's just, yeah. it was just very funny to me because that episode happened and I'm like, Scully, um, like Jillian Anderson obviously <laughs> does not care, but they had to put this episode uh, in to be like, we really need to balance this out. It is just too abundantly clear. <laughs> I also want to tell you before we get into our main topic here that the VML championships are coming up. Everybody. Oh, yeah. So exciting. Yeah. So the top eight players of seasons eight through 10 are battling for two pro tour invites. Amazing. And other great prizes, by the way, in draft and standard. So this is 24 players over two days. There's also 10 regional championship invites on the line. Yeah. August 19th and 20th. So that's this coming weekend. Yeah, this is exciting. Check it out. It's super exciting. Twitch.tv slash VMLMTG, and that's Lord of the Rings draft and standard that they're going to be playing. Um, it's a very cool t tournament series. Good luck, High Five. Proud to be a sponsor. Yeah. And um, this is, I mean, an epic two-day tournament. I think that's pretty cool. Very cool. Anybody could have entered it. And now some people are going to be going to the Pro Tour. Amazing. And getting more sweet prizes here. Yeah. So check that out if you want something to stream this weekend that's magic related. All right. Now we're going to dust off our crystal ball and look into the future 2024 and beyond. Hey, fortune teller, how much is this going to cost Well, me? We're, not getting there, we're not there yet. Right. <laughs> 
Wait, you gotta wait till the end of the reading. <laughs> uh, last episode, we talked about everything that was happening the end of this year, through yeah. the end of this year. But now uh, we're gonna go move to 2024. Um, this just feels like a trap. Uh, and beyond well you know we'll see <laughs> now that you're in the tent the doors are locked what and here How we do go you lock the doors on a tent don't worry about it <laughs> first though i want to say before we get into 2024 the end of 2023 um we is cons of tarkir is coming oh i'm so excited i just want to say that you won't see me for weeks it's megan's favorite draft format it is my favorite draft format of all of all time. And they're bringing it to Arena, everybody. They say late in 2023. Morph, my friend. I mean, the, the draft is really great. It's so good. And if you have not ever played, if you're a newer player, like after Cons of Tarkir, yeah. um, it has Morph, yep. which is just like one of my favorite mechanics. It's so that, cool. And I can't believe it is such a good mechanic. I can't believe that we haven't seen it no, since Cons of that Tarkir. That was the last time we saw it. Which is unbelievable to Why? me because Morph is... A great mechanic. It's really, really, really fun. And it's awesome for like <sighs> or playing early, playing late, etc. Yeah. Um, so I just want to point that out, that that's happening before the end of this year. And then by the end of 2024, another exciting arena thing is that they're going to have Tournament Pioneer on the client yeah. by the end of next year. Very exciting. So they're going to be uh, releasing Pioneer Masters, which will be a draftable set exclusive to arena that'll include all-star cards of Pioneer. Mm -hmm. And basically... We're going to have Pioneer on Arena by the end of next year. Yeah. So I just want to point those two things out. And Cons of Tarkir marks the end of them doing like the remastered sets. If you remember, they had like Kaladesh remastered, yeah. which is how we got that spooky moon <laughs> remastered. <laughs> um, and now Cons of Tarkir is them moving. They're like they're not. They're like, we're not going to do remastered sets. We're just going to do these releases of these sets and then... You know, the, Do you mean the specifically on Arena? Yeah, specifically on Arena. Right, because we're going to kick off 2024 with Ravnica Remastered. Yes. So that's going to be... They that's didn't, like paper. That's paper. They didn't say it was going to be on Arena, and that's probably why. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're just like not going to be doing that anymore. Um, but they are releasing Ravnica Remastered. So kicking off 2024, that's the first thing happening in quarter one. It's going to be cards all the way from the first Ravnica set, which was City of Guilds, to the last one, which was War of the Spark, featuring retro frames and lots of stuff um, basically focusing in on the guilds of Ravnica. Yeah. Which is exciting for us because our first set was returned to Ravnica in 2012. So that was our first plane we ever visited. Exactly. Exactly. And it seems like it was a lot of people because that's when they marked Pioneer starting. Yes. It right? must so it have been feels like it, it was like a turning point in magic. We created the turning point. <laughs> Maria and I, through our the power, our, our, the, our the energy, <laughs> arriving into the game of Here magic, created like a, you know, a fixed point in time for Magic yes. the Gathering that they have to acknowledge. Yes. It's where the timeline would diverge exactly. if this was Back to the Future. Yes. Um, which I think is very cool. And Do so, you think about that? Hmm. Like your personal timeline definitely diverged the day that you learned to play Magic the Gathering. Oh, absolutely. As did mine, obviously. That's what do you think what you would be doing now if I don't you even didn't know. learn? And sometimes it makes me sad to think about. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, I feel sad for me that didn't learn magic. <laughs> I mean, like, I can't even, it's just diverged so far off the course of history that there's no way to think back to before that butterfly flapped his little wing. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, no, it's weird to think about. Very weird. Uh, Anyways, back to <laughs> that's our origins. That's our 2012. Origin story. And it's going to give a lot of players who uh, maybe started after Return to Ravnica or whatever a way to experience all the guilds and everything Ravnica has yeah. to offer in this neat little release. And it's nice because we obviously got to see the guilds going into War of the Spark. Yeah. But that was very much centered around the theme of like everything kind of converging on Ravnica. Yeah. And so it's nice to be able to go back and be like, hey, this is a, what each of these guilds are about. Outside of, oh, we need to save the multiverse. We have to from save Nicolas. the world, multiverse world. Yes, yeah. So we don't have the pressure yeah. of saving the universe, the multiverse. <laughs> uh, but we do have our awesome guilds. Which is your favorite guild these days? Ooh, because when you so started, tough. it was Celestia. I know. Wild. Can you all believe that? I had a non blue alliance. It's very at the strange. Beginning. I would say, is it? Yeah, is it? Is your definitely guild, my for guild. For sure. Yeah. And uh, my favorite back then was Rakdos because it was very fun in um, RTR block. And also yeah. it was the first 
draft. The, my first draft I ever did, I drafted a Rakdos deck, and I did really good with it. So Maria, you could see Exava again in this. I remaster. do love Exava. She was so cool. Your best friend could come back. She's so neat. Um. So and I still align myself with the Rakdos guild. So I think that's I think that's very fun. Yeah. Even though red I is mean, the place where we overlap. Yeah, that's true. Um, I mean, like truly, I'm probably more of a Celestia person because that's like creatures and stuff now. But, uh, but I can't say Red no to Rakdos. This is very creatureish because it's it's just so fun. Yeah. Um. So I'm excited to go back in that remastered set and um, draft some guilds. Yeah. Um, I guess I also would consider I like I think I'm pretty solidly is it. Well, what about Demir? my next one would be Demir or even Simic. Like I yeah. like Simic's weird science. Yeah, and Simic is. I mean, we were just talking about Tarkir, but that's a oh, pretty cool color to draft plans. on that set. Everybody heads secret up. Secret plans. Um, and we're in we're in Ravnica for another reason. There's yes. they didn't just go back just to go back for funsies. <laughs> they went back because the next set after uh, Ravnica remastered is Murders at Karlov Manor. So this is the first like set you know normal set of 2024. Yes, and this is a top down murder mystery set set on Ravnica. <gasps> I'm so excited, but not about the guilds. It is so cool. Thank you for doing this, everybody. Um, I love murder mysteries. Number one yes. big time fanboy. <laughs> and uh, the fact that they're doing this, I think, is really cool. Like Megan said, we don't, we're not messing around with the guilds. We're messing around solving a murder. Yes. And uh, they released some key art for this set, including what looks to be like um, Massacre Girl. Yes, that's absolutely Massacre Girl. I mean, if your name is Massacre Girl, I feel like you're getting called in for questioning. Yeah. <laughs> There's been some murders. Hey, there's been just some murders. Point this out. I'm just gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that we should call in Massacre yeah. Girl. <laughs> what? Why? It just seems likely. <laughs> um, we see Aurelia, right? That's Aurelia. Aurelia. Yes, I Back love Aurelia. Um, we see. I forget this lizard scientist's name. There's a lizard. Who is this front and center though? Is this a? I new? don't know. I heard a rumor. Is this true that there's only going to be one planeswalker in sets moving forward? Yeah. And so this is probably I think so. the Planeswalker. Yeah. That's what I think. Oh, you think this is new Planeswalker? It could be. Yeah. Because I don't know who that is. And then this is, uh, who's the goblin friend? Which goblin Krark? friend is that? Krark. Is that Krark? Uh, from the clan of his ironworks. <laughs> <laughs> what? You know. I thought that it was um, Muxus. No, but it's not Muxus. I don't know. Which goblin is this on Ravnica? Who is this vampire? I also I recognize this vampire. I think but that the vampire might be a new vampire. Oh, that'd be cool. A new vampire friend. Because it's not like, right? It's obviously not Olivia. No, it's not. So yeah, we have some new faces and some old faces and some old faces we cannot recognize. And the other deal with this set is that um, there's going to be mysteries, they say, woven into the game for players to solve along with the gameplay. So I, what, what I does think, that even mean? Okay, I'm so excited. This is what I think. I think there's going to be a murder and we're going to be able to solve it like through the clues of the cards and like the flavor text and the art. Oh, so it's not going to come out in the story. It's right. going to be like, you have to, you have to out. figure it out. Ooh, Isn't that cool? That is I think cool. that'd be very cool. That'd be cool. There was a book I had as a child. What the heck was it called? The 11th hour, I want to say. And that was a book that was a giant poem and it was beautifully illustrated. And there was a mystery. The mystery is like who ate all the cheese or something like that? Who ate all the dessert? I don't know. And there was clues visually and in the text as to which of the animals had done it. Uh-huh. And let me tell you, it was like one of the greatest moments of my life having to solve that mystery through the, through that book. It was very cool, everybody. I highly encourage you to check it out if Who you've never did heard of this. eat all the cheese? I don't want to spoil it, so I won't say. Wow, but you can go and find out. I definitely didn't get it right as a child because it was actually really hard. <laughs> <laughs> but I think as an adult, it would be a fun thing to go back and check out again. Yeah. So that's what I'm thinking is happening on Ravnica. Also, a hundred, like we have to have investigate as a oh yeah as of a mechanic we again. Do. Of course we'll we making, do. We'll be investigating. Clues Tokens. We'll be making some clue tokens. Yeah. We also could have, what if we had clue and blood tokens? Oh. Would they give us such a treat in wow. one set? That would be. I kind of doubt it. I doubt but, that, yeah. But maybe. Um, for sure, investigate. Um, there's also going to be a clue version, a version of clue that's going to go along with the release of this. I know. Which is I very funny to me. <laughs> as a youth, I loved playing clue. Yeah. Um, I will say I played it once as an adult. Different experience. <laughs> yeah, I can weird, imagine. <laughs> do you know what? You're just walking around guessing and yeah. like, that's kind of it. 
you get at some point, you know, you get enough information where you can make a correct call if you've asked the correct questions at the exactly. correct time. But, but sometimes you're just on the wrong side of the board to ever be able to win the game. <laughs> oh, clue. Oh, clue. Uh, so that's the second big release of yeah. quarter one of 2024. And then the last release of quarter one of 2024 is Universes Beyond Fallout, which is happening next March. Yeah. So this is going to be pre-con commander decks, kind of like the Doctor Who ones that we have coming out this fall. Are you familiar with Fallout at Not all? Not really. Has this entered your orbit? I only know from our friend who talks about it all the time. Yeah, I've never played Fallout or anything, so... And it's also very funny because it's our friend who does not play a ton of video games. Yeah. <laughs> she plays a lot of Fallout, though. Fallout, though. Talks about organizing lunchboxes. The, the world of Fallout is extremely well done. Um, I would I say from just like the tiny bit of media I've consumed about Fallout. So the world building is A plus, which I yeah. think should lend itself to some very cool commander decks. Absolutely. If that's your jam. You know, I'm excited for people who are excited about right, it. Right. Precisely. So that'll be like the Warhammer decks that we had this past yeah. year. Um, next up is another big set release. This is Outlaws of Thunder Junction kicking yeah. off quarter two of 2024. I worked on this one. So what you did flavor text for this set? I did set? flavor text and card names for this set. Wow. Okay. So you have some information that I am not privy I to. I cannot talk about this because I don't want to say things that aren't sure. known. <laughs> you got it. All right. I'm going to say my thoughts here. Okay. All right. So this is a villains set. That's what they're calling it. And it's set in the Wild West, which players have been wanting to go to for a long time. Yeah. They've been asking for it. Finally, here it is. A villain set. Not really sure what that means, but maybe it's like a bunch of villains fighting off against another bunch of other villains, you know? So it's like, you know, some are doing train robberies, some are doing bank robberies, and one's like, hey, we want to do all the robberies. <laughs> and the other one's like, well, we want to do all the robberies, train, bank, or otherwise. <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> train, train, or otherwise. Classic of the 80s. A classic, classic holiday comedy. <laughs> and they're trying to have primo villain supremacy here in the Wild West. Yes. Uh, they released one piece of art from this set, which features um, a giant figure... Uh, with their head down, wearing a sweet hat, holding some knives and super cool uh, shoulder pads. <laughs> I think this is Oko. Other people have said they think it's Oko as well. Cactuses, cacti in the foreground, and a few figures walking out of the horizon away from the sunset. Yeah. Do you feel like you recognize any of these figures walk I think, walking out? Yeah. So I think I do. So I think one of them, the one that's in the background up here, that is Oko. That's my guess. I didn't make that guess. Somebody else on, on the internet did. I think there's easily, that's an easy Vraska. Someone's got snake hair happening. Yeah. Which makes me think that, well... I was going to say this. It, she could be walking with Jace, her BF, but also Jace doesn't have long hair like that. So I don't know who that is. Yeah. Um, and then there's a tiny little, little, there's a little friend over here <laughs> who is a villain who's a little guy. Definitely not Fibblethip because they're not a villain. And also that's too tall to be Fibblethip. <laughs> Some kind of gabo. Yeah. I want to say. Um, and then there's a dragon hanging out with them too. That's cool. Yeah. I don't know. All, All right. I can identify for sure is Vraska. I mean, snake hair. The snake hair gave it away. Not what can I say? Snake hairs. Um, but that sounds yeah. very cool. It, this was a super fun set to work on. I had a real like. This is one of my my favorite sets that I've ever been able to creatively oh, wow. work on. That's awesome. Um, it was just it was just sick. <laughs> I mean, Flavor Town population. This yeah. set and like really cool to be able to work on. It's the first one that I worked on that's like brand new. Yeah, you know, brand and so new. it was just very cool to get to get to explore making, you know, making stuff happen. I love it. I'm very excited. Uh, so that is coming out the first um, part of quarter two, 2024, followed up by what is sure to be another banger, which is Modern Horizons 3. Oh, yeah. So Modern Horizons <laughs> 2, we saw at this past pro tour. Yeah. Like what an effect Modern Horizons 2 has had on the format. Absolutely. With the evoke elementals. Yeah. So we kind of didn't get as much fanfare with the release of Modern Horizons 2 because of the pandemic and everything. Yep. So I'm happy that Modern Horizons 3 is coming out now and people are very, very, very 
very excited for this set. Yeah. They say for the first time, it's going to feature double-faced cards. Oh. So Modern Horizons, over its history, one and two, has featured almost every single mechanic in Magic. Yeah. And they the only one they hadn't done, I think, is double-faced cards. And so yeah. now we're finally going to get that with three here. Nice. So we'll see if we can have another huge splash in Modern with the release of the set. I know a lot of people looking forward to it. Um, they say it's going to be a complex draft environment with a lot of fun themes. And yes. it's going to be on Arena. Yes. So exciting. Let's go. Yeah, they say, like, don't freak out. We're not saying we're putting modern on Arena. But you are getting Modern Horizons 3. Pretty sick. So I know what I'm going to be hoping for one day. But uh, very excited to play this on Arena. I think that's a huge upgrade. Yeah. So we did not get that with 2. No. All right. After that. All right. Whew. Next up, so much stuff. There's Universes Beyond Assassin's Creed coming out in July. All right. So this, uh, the release of this is not going to be like Lord of the Rings, if that's what you're thinking. It's not. It is yeah. small. Uh, so it's going to uh, feature something new in Magic, a new type of booster pack, which is called a Beyond Booster. So this seems like it's just, it's not draftable, they say. Nope. Um, that focuses on the world of Assassin's Creed. And so it seems like maybe this is going to be Just some kind of Universes Beyond product that they're focusing on going forward or that they're trying sure. out. Yeah. Right? Because so far we've seen like Universes Beyond Secret Layers. We had the full set that was Lord of the Rings. Right. We've had the pre-con commander decks. Right. And so this is the a new type of product to kind of add to that retinue of Universes Beyond The only stuff. other thing we've had is like those... Um, like cards that are new cards that are like released like um, yeah. Street Fighter or whatever. Yeah, exactly. And those ones just showed up um, as their own kind of little thing. Yeah. Or like we talked about also, or we're missing the ones that are in regular set boosters like Transformers and Godzilla. And right, that sort of exactly. Stuff. So this is a new, new type of thing. Yeah. Um, from what I can tell, it kind of feels like this is the only way it's being released. I mean, maybe yeah. they'll put out some, they didn't say anything okay. else. So I don't know. In my head, I'm like, oh, maybe they'll make commander decks for it or whatever. But they, I feel like they would have said, said that if they were going to. So they say this is going to fe feature new cards and reprints, which is interesting. It'll have like some kind of like reskins of cards, like again, kind of like the Godzilla ones. Right. Um, and that some of them at least will be modern legal. Interesting. Yeah. That is all the information we have as of this point about these Beyond Boosters and the Assassin's Creed set. Yeah. But if they are thinking about putting out Universes Beyond sets in just like their own special booster, and that's the only thing they do, if that's yeah. what this is, um, I think that's kind of a neat way to get other IP, IP in there without yeah. doing too much, as all the right. kids say. <laughs> um and new cards, then I imagine they will release magic versions of any new cards that they print. Those will be on the list. Will be on the list. And yeah. so those will show up in boosters as well eventually. Um, uh, that's interesting. Again, I'm, uh, Assassin's Creed, not a world that I care no, about. But I don't know anything I'm about it. I'm happy for people who like it. I think it's interesting because I have had people be like, oh, Assassin's Creed. I love Assassin's Creed. I'm going to look into that product with yeah. magic. I've heard that. So... If their, you know, if their goal is to make new magic players, mm -hmm. yeah, I think they might be on the right, right track here. Yeah. All right. So that's Assassin's Creed happening next July. After that, we had another big set of the year, and this is Bloomborough. Oh, my goodness. This is the one that is all anthropomorphic animals, no humans. Get out, humans. Oh, it's the one where the, there's like the key art of a little mouse with a sword and a little leaf cape. It's so Look cute. at his leaf cape. This is a very cute set. It's so cute. Um, Mark Rosewater said he loved working on this set and that it was just adorable and yeah. huggable. Um, just I, like fun. It seems like a nice break between it. like murder mystery and now like we get a break. They also Before say, we have whiplash yeah, with the next exactly. set. Spoiler alert. Um, they say it's the start of the Dragonstorm story arc. Okay. Which... So story arcs so far have been like, right, like kind of like big bads. Yes. We had the Eldrazi's returning. That was like a big arc. We had yep. Nicol Bolas with his evil plan. We had the Phyrexians returning. Yep. And so this is some kind of new story. Some kind of dragon storm, if exactly. you will. Exactly. I'm interested to see. Maria, give me one prediction. What is a dragon storm? All the dragons get together and they're like, why are we letting other people do rule? anything? Because we're, like, we're dragons. Exactly. And they're like, yeah, good point. 
And yeah. they try to take over everything. That's my guess. I feel like what if it's like powerful, like elementalist channelers starting to channel the power of dragons Ooh. and creating like some kind of like, it's not like naturally, it's not naturally occurring dragons. <laughs> It's like, you know, com- you know, channel magical dragons. Occurring dragons. Naturally occurring dragons. Amazing. Uh, that would be cool too. Yeah. Um, Bloomboro looks very, it's very cute. So cu- it looks so cute. I'm so excited for this set. I hope there's squirrels. Yeah. You know, Mark Rosewater is being like, I'm putting squirrels into standard normally now. So here there is would be a perfect home for them wearing some kind of cute hat. Yes. <laughs> I'm excited. Um, I will say that I'm actually super excited for the next set, though. No, me too. Which is the fall set for 2024 will be uh, Duskmorn House of Horror. I love this. This is top-down design, meaning they started with the idea and they built out from there. It is a modern horror set focused on horror movies from the 80s on a brand new world, which takes place inside one giant mansion. I am so excited. (laughs) This is my jam. Yeah. Um, I hope we get a little bit of 70s horror in there too, art wise. Like, it looks this just this one piece of key art of like a person looking in a mirror that has like tons of really terrifying mutations of their own face in it is like this art is legitimately it is scary. Terrifying. I thought this would be like in running for your grossest card. I mean, yeah, I think this it's, person has I, no, Maria, multiple j- mouths. I, you don't need to. <laughs> it's not. Okay. <laughs> the multiple mouths is bad, but you know that it's the top right corner. Many eyes. Oh yeah. That the is many the real, eyes. That's yep. not my. Yep. <laughs> like that one is the worst of them all. Very honestly. Um, anyways, I'm so excited for this set. They said they are not pulling any punches with the set, that it's going to be legitimately scary and the art's going to be legitimately gross and that they're just basically going p- from <laughs> A to Z here from Bloomborough to Duskborn. Do you know what? Great. Let's do it. Let's completely flip the script. Yeah. Extremely excited for this set. Probably the set I'm most excited for coming out. Um, oh no, but murders at Carlov Manor. Uh, ah, I can't I mean, choose. It looks I can't like choose. All bangers. <laughs> yeah, seriously, these all look really, really good. Yeah. Um. So <laughs> very, very exciting stuff that rounds out 2024. Yeah. Next year we have a lot to look forward to. I'm really, really excited for all of that. Yeah. But I'm even more excited for what's coming out in 2025, 2026. Wow. I. I don't know. I'm equally excited about all of them. So they've never gone this far into the future, by the way, with yeah. revealing what's going to happen. They did it to celebrate Magic's 30th anniversary at Gen Con. Like, why not? Happy 30th birthday, Magic. Happy 30th birthday. So let's talk about 2025-2026. We're going to get an Innistrad remastered set in paper. Yes. Very cool. So from sim- the many times we've been to Innistrad. Are, is this what you're going to do at the start of every year? Like Ravnica remastered and here's the Innistrad remastered happening? What would be the next remastered? My gosh, I don't know. And I feel like we've done them all. <laughs> like, what, what, what have we been to a million times? Not that many. Yeah. Other than Innistrad and Ra- Ravnica, they have got to be the two most visited planes, right? Mm, I think so. So maybe they're just, they just don't have enough yeah. bandwidth to do we'll one see what anymore. happens. So they're going to start with that. Uh, and now we're getting to the realm of code names for magic sets. Yeah. Starting have, with tennis. Yes. They call this a quote death race across three different worlds. Um, Cool. Yeah. Um, I'm very excited. Also, they teased that this is the three different planes are two new ones and one that we know of but haven't been to. And everyone knows my guess for that is Vryn. I've been asking yeah. us to go to Vryn for forever. Yes, you have. I I really wanted to be Vryn. It seems like Vryn seems like it would be the appropriate kind of place for this. Yeah, I agree. Um, so anyways, they released one piece of, um, concept art for this set, which shows some kind of, (laughs) it looks a little Mario (laughs) Kart-ish. It does look like Mario Kart. They've got a flaming elemental car and then there is a cool, like a scooter. (laughs) Yeah. Like tri- t- motorcycle, Tri- motorcycle, tricycle. And I'm just saying, like the wheels on that motorcycle look a little they bit look like, like the rings on print. Like the rings on they print. do. I also had the so same thought when I saw it. Okay, so I think you could be right. And the winner goes has to go through the last ring on Vryn. That's like the finish oh, line. Oh, <laughs> interesting. And of course, we'll be getting vehicles again in that set. I mean, yeah, I don't know that, but also will. I just know that. So <laughs> whatever. Uh, that's tennis. Yeah. Uh, then there's ultimate. Which guess what, Megan? Is it's a, a return, return to Tarkir. 
Yes. Yep. Morph, morph, morph. Tarkir, Tarkir, Tarkir. I mean, they've got to put it back in I there, don't Tarkir they? I love Tarkir so much. They've I feel like morph you, it. you have to. You've got to morph it. I feel like you have to. Hey, if you're in the middle of designing that set, Wizards, and you haven't put morph in it, I need you to stop. Put morph in <laughs> Go it. Go back and put morph in it. Thank you. Um, then we know that there is going to be a Final Fantasy Universes Beyond set that is going to be a full set like Lord of the Rings was. Wow. It will be available on Arena. It will be fully draftable. How about Final Fantasy? Has that been something you've um, engaged with? No. Me either. What? Never. I know a lot of people who play it a lot. So, I mean, uh, I'll be interested to see what they do with it. I know. And maybe I'll learn a little bit of the lore. Interesting. Of all the fantasies and their finales. (laughs) Um, After that. We have volleyball. This one is the start of Maria's massive excitement because volleyball is a space set. Yes. Specifically a space opera. So cool. I've been wanting a space set since day number one. Yes. And the way that I was thinking about it was that it was set in the blind eternities because that to me was like space. But I think it's going to be a plane where the plane is space. The plane is just space. The plane is space. <laughs> like this is going to answer a lot of questions for me. Yeah. What's between the planes in I magic? Like the blind eternities. Well, is that i mean yes well then what's space is it just like space is space (laughs) you see what i'm saying you see the problem i'm having here look maria you can consider like earth is on a plane right question are planes flat (laughs) Uh oh maria's a flat planer i'm a flat planer i'm a flat planer aren't they don't you think of them as flat no because ixalan has an inside and do you know what doesn't have an inside? A sheet of paper. They could be cubes. <laughs> they could be cubes. But a cube isn't flat. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's It has true. flat surfaces, yeah. but it is not itself flat. You can fall off the side of a cube. <laughs> I don't think that you could. The blind attorney. I think that you would turn the corner of the cube. Does gravity work the same on every plane, or is it different on some planes? I don't know. Space plane is probably going to work different. But are there multiple planets on space plane or is a plane like a planet? And then so for well, space think plane, of infinity, right? Infinity was set in space and that had different planets, but it's all on the same plane. Because it was like a giant carnival. Yes. Planet. Yes. Plane. So the plane itself is flat, but it has three dimensional <laughs> worlds. It's a cube. That are circles but in. rather than being. OK, here's a plane. Is a cube, but rather than being the surface of the cube, the plane is, is the, the inside, inside of the, the cube. The gelatinous middle. Yes. Wow. We're all just here living in the gelatinous middle. <laughs> which is what Jimmy World song The Middle is about. Wizards, can you answer our questions about planes and how they work geographically? Otherwise, I'm going to start a website all about being a flat planer, and you don't want to see where that goes. No, I don't. I really don't. (laughs) There are so many of us all over the globe. Anyway, uh, (laughs) volleyball space, space opera set. The the art they've released for it, which is just a more concept art, looks very, very cool. I'm here for it. Um, and then to not to my excitement to raise it to even higher levels, the next set coming out, which is wrestling, is set back on Lorwyn. Yeah, finally! Wow, it's been forever. It's been forever. But here we go. I love Lorwyn. Um, it's based on Celtic lore, which is my jam. It's where we got Lanowar elves for the first time. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm just so excited because we started playing after anything from Lorwyn. I don't know why it's been so long since we've gone back. Um, I'm, but here it is. Here it is. And I could not be more hyped for both volleyball and wrestling, which is a sentence I never thought I would say <laughs> in my life. Um, and then going into 2026, we know that there will be a set on Arcavios, which is the home of Strixhaven. So maybe we're going to see more of, you know, the Orique, the spooky, oh, the yeah, spooky villains, the or villains. more of the world that exists outside the school of Strixhaven. So that one is called a uh, keyword yachting. Yeah. So then we're going to release, release, <laughs> we're going to reach the end of the alphabet, which is how they do their keyword yeah. sets with Z, which is zip lining. Yeah. So this is the grand finale of the Dragonstorm storyline. Wow. So all culminating in ziplining before they start over again with A and a new kind of theme for all their uh, keywords. This one was sports, obviously. Yes. Um, And I don't know. I think this looks great. I'm excited. I'm super excited. We talked about um, when uh, on 
uh, episode that's coming out next week. We talked yes. about an episode that's coming out next week. What a weird sentence to say, but we pre-recorded it, everybody. Um, we talk about Mark Rosewater's 2023 State of Design article mm-hmm. and how Wizards felt like the design year of 2023 went with all of the uh, Phyrexian stuff, the Brothers War, uh, Phyrexia will be one, et cetera. And I kind of like, you know, well, how do we feel about that kind of feeling the same? Well, all of this stuff feels extremely exactly. different. It felt like, oh, do you know what? That stuff was all a little samey. Yeah. How about we go the other end? Everything's going to be wildly different. We're going to go from like Agatha Christie-esque murder mystery yeah. to the Wild West to like anthropomorphic adorable animals to absolute terror of 80s horror. I think that's great. Pretty cool. So which one of these are you most excited for? Oh, that's so hard to say. Um, once it, like I loved, I loved working on Thunder Junction and yeah. I'm so excited for people to see it, but I think I'm probably most excited for Duskmorn. Yeah. I think that looks really cool. It just, I'm very excited to see what they do. I also love the idea that it's a plane. That's all the inside of one house. Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah. Just uh, like an spooky. infinite house. Uh, are you most excited for ultimate, which is a return to Tarkir oh. in 2526? In 2526, it's probably Return to Tarkir. Yeah. I mean, I do love me a space opera, but I love Tarkir so much. So cool. Uh, so, everybody, that is the wow. look into the future Woo. that's coming your way. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, there is a lot to look forward to, a lot to be excited about. Um, if you have something you're particularly looking forward to, feel free to tell us about it in our Discord. We'd love to have a chat uh, because uh, there is so much and so much different stuff happening over the next couple of years in Magic. An exciting time to be involved in the game, I would say, yeah. because it looks like there's something for everybody. Okay, Maria. Yes. I'm going to real quick run you through the first episode of the Wilds of Eldraine story, which Ooh. is mostly a lot of setup of what the world of Eldraine looks like right now. So post-Phyrexian post- invasion. Phyrexian invasion. Okay, great. There's also, you can now read, like, listen to these stories if you want to. Um, at the top of each story, they have oh. a little YouTube video that you can hit play on, and it just reads the story to you. Oh, that's so cool. So in case that's your jam. But I'm here to give you the abbreviated rundown. Great. The spark notes. Okay, so we're on Eldraine, and everyone's real sad because obviously the king and queen yeah, died. Yeah, they got died. Kenrith uh, died. R.I.P. Exactly. In the war, you know, they were... They were fighting. Will is now like, Will is now king, but he looks like a kid and everyone calls him the boy king. (laughs) And Rowan's even kind of like, I think that you kind of deserve that. (laughs) (laughs) You look like a tween, Rowan. Sorry. Exactly. I mean, Will said Rowan. And so it turns out that there's like also, there's a knight in one of the forests slash in the town areas. Uh, Her name is Imodane and she's been having towns like pay her a tithe to fight off raiders but also the raiders kind of look like the knights who work for her Uh, so she's kind of suspicious she's running a scam a little bit yeah over here classic godfather exactly and so will goes to imodane and is like hey nice to meet you and she's like you can call me queen imodane and he's like whoa can i now interesting all right and Imodane's like, I don't respect you. And Will's like, Straight up. how about we fight? And <laughs> Rowan's like, Imodane literally fought in the war against the Phyrexians, like lost her arm and has some cool magic tree arm Sick. instead. She's she's real tough and like real spooky. And yeah. Rowan's like, Will, what are you doing? Yeah. And Will's like, yeah, we're going to fight. And then you'll have to respect me. Well, Will, your logic, I got to say. Exactly. Rowan's like, Will, you're going to lose. <laughs> and obviously, like the terms of the battle are, are like, if Will loses, Imodane is queen. Yeah. And if Will wins, then he's king and she has to call him that. Uh, and so <laughs> this sounds like middle schoolers having a fight. It really does. So anyways, they start fighting, uh-huh. um, Imodane and Will and like, you know, Will does like a little bit of like magic of like making the ground ice and she like falls, but then she like scrambles up and like hits him with a giant flame hammer. I'm imagining the, you know, yakety sax playing. It the is a little bit. There fight. is a moment that is a little yakety sax. <laughs> By okay. the way, Will is not a planeswalker anymore. No. Desparked. They don't know this, though. Oh, they don't. No. We'll get to that in a oh. second. 
So Rowan is like <gasps> watching this fight and like things start to go a little bad for Will and Rowan freaks out and she felt feels like this huge surge of anger. Speaking of, I feel like maybe Rowan could be central to the Dragon Storm story arc. Okay. She could maybe be its villain because they keep doing some setups with like her anger channeling this like really wild red magic power. This really wild dragon. <laughs> and so I feel like Rowan could maybe be at the center of some like villain arc in the future someday. Okay, all right. I don't know. Great. Right. She like, so there's like this like crazy anger that like courses through her and she feels like she's like on fire with it. And then she like, there's like this crack of lightning that literally splits a mountain peak in the distance. That's from her. Whoa. Exactly. And like, right. So she literally like shatters this mountain with a lightning bolt. Sick. And everyone, like Will and Emma Dane, uh, they're like, are oh, both hold up. Terrified. We were just having a yakety sax fight exactly. and you blew up a mountain. To the point where Emma Dane literally just runs. Wow. Emma Dane is like this hardened warrior nice. is like, no, thank you. And takes off. Great. And Will is like, uh, like, you should have trusted me. And Rowan's like, you looked like you were. You you looked like you were uh, you're gonna lose, losing, buddy. So, anyways, and then all of the warriors around try to attack them, and they fight their way out. Okay. Um. All right. So Imidane runs away, and there in the middle of the wilds, she runs into like a you know two eyes glowing in the dark, oh, and the eyes pretty. are like I I cat. summoned you. Exactly. And Imidane is like, forgive me, your majesty. So we get the sense that this is like the ruler of the Fae, right? And the oh, Fae is cool. like, I summoned you. Um, and then... She's like, that's wild. I was just running this way because I was exactly. scared of a lightning bolt. But all right, you summoned me. Sure, you can go on thinking that. And the Fae, the fae person is like, are you pure of heart? In a spooky way. Right? Yeah. And the, the, they want the answer to be no. Exactly. Um, okay, so then we meet Kellen for the first time. And Kellen is a kid who's getting bullied by, he lives in a, like a tiny town. Yeah. Um, there's more sheep than people. Whales. <laughs> literal, exactly. Ireland. Wow. More sheep than people. Um, and he like comes home and other kids are bullying him because he's half fae or has heard that he's half fae. Okay. Um, and so we meet his mom who's like, Hey, these kids are being mean to you. I'm sad about it. Um, and then also, like, his stepdad, Thanks, who's very Mom. nice to him. Exactly. But um, knows knows that, it, like, right, it's his stepdad um, and that this kid is, like, a half-fairy kid. Anyways. I think that's cool. He loves his family a lot. It's actually very sweet. Like, he and his mom and his stepdad are, like, a nice family. Um, but he's like, oh, every time I go to the woods, I feel this called from the woods. Oh. Right? Uh, anyways, okay, so we go back to castle, uh, one of the castles, Will is there doing king stuff, which turns out to mostly be paperwork. Yeah. Yeah. Which is pretty realistic. Sounds like Will real is life. like buried under a mountain of paperwork and Rowan is like. BRB gonna go blow up another mountain top. Exactly. Rowan's like, we need to get out of here. Like we need to planeswalk so that we can find a solution to the slumber that everyone is in. Yeah, because they, they put everybody to sleep with the help of a witch or something. Exactly. To, get, to kill the Phyrexians. Yes, to like, or just literally to like make the whole plane go to sleep so the right. Phyrexian invasion halted. They 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 snow-whited the entire plane. Exactly. And so now, but now it's like taking over people on the plane too. And Rowan's like, we're planeswalkers. We can go find answers to this. We don't need to sit here doing all this dumb paperwork. Yeah. Will, we gotta go. And Will's like, I can't. I have to be king. And she's like, you didn't even do the high quest that people have to do to become the high king. So don't even walk <laughs> around being all high and mighty with me. <laughs> the high quest is you go to the grocery store for some Doritos. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and then Rowan is like, it? fine, if you're not leaving, I'm leaving. And she tries to planeswalk, but she can't. <laughs> yeah, she's like, what? she, and she's like, Oh, maybe it's my anger with Will that's getting... In the, maybe it's, like, this anger that I'm feeling getting in the way. But every time she reaches for her spark, she's like, I can't I can't feel it. Like, it's not there. And she also thinks since they're connected, right, they're twins. Yep. And they, like, sparked, like, at the same time and everything. And they've always planeswalked together. She's like, oh, maybe it's, like, Will not wanting to leave that's making it unable for us to planeswalk. <laughs> Come on, Rowan. It's very sad. It's sad. It is sad. I know. And so she's like... 
fine, you can stay here, but I'm I'm leaving. And then she just turns and walks away. Um, okay, we go back to Kellen. Yeah. And Kellen is like going to this willow tree on the edge of the woods where he and his mom always like look at the stars and she tells him stories. Very cute. Cute. And he has he also has a dog named Hex, and the dog is also cute. That's a cute dog name. It's a really cute dog name, and the dog is cute. Anyways, yeah. So they're waiting up there, and he sees his mom coming, but up the hill. But like before she's there, a doorway, like a magic doorway, obviously, <gasps> appears yes. right in front Go of him. And he's like, Oh, this is obviously right the start of a like a summoning, a journey. If I step through this door, like my life will change. And he's like, Do you know what? This is like the pull that I feel. I need to walk through to this doorway. This is when we started to play match. <laughs> exactly. That was and our so, doorway. Yeah, our doorway. And so he like, you know, he reaches forward. He walks through the archway. And then all of a sudden, like the world around him changes, right? There's like beautiful jeweled fruit on the trees. Great. There's houses that are like as huge as mountains, like castles that are miniatures with like little miniature knights and stuff. It is magicplace.com. I want to go. <laughs> I want to go. Don't Google magicplace.com. Like, don't try and visit that website. I'm going right now. And so, obviously, suddenly there's a figure on a throne in front of them. Like this beautiful figure on a throne in front of them. (laughs) I need you to guess what is actually at magicplace.com, what it redirects to. (laughs) Disney. Oh. Get ready because it is, in fact, Chris Angel. Oh <laughs> my God. <laughs> Unbelievable. Very funny. This website is intense. This website. <laughs> you know, I'm, I should have seen oh. it coming, but magicplace.com. Did, did Chris Angel, famous mind freak, Ever just did he just buy everything that was like magic other noun.com? Yes. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, sorry, go That's on. That's okay. Um, so there's like the beautiful figure on a throne, and oh. and Kellen is like, wow, w- this is wild. And the the figure has like a little, you know, a wicked smile and asks, Are you true of heart? And Kellen is like, I don't know. I like I would like to be. Yeah. And then also the figure is like, are you truly your father's son uh-huh. bearing such wounds as that without having de- dealt twice as many in return? And Kellen doesn't know who his dad is. So Kellen is like, you know who my dad is? Like, I am half fairy. Like, yeah. you know my father? Like, is it you? And uh, it's a Luke Skywalker sitch here. Yeah. And so the Fae is like, I'm Lord Talion. And I know a lot of things, but if you want to know who your dad is, you have to, like, you have to do something for me first, right? Like, classic dealing with the Fae. You must give me something in return. If you do me a service, I will tell you who your dad is. It's definitely him. (laughs) And so, Kellen is like, all right, tell me. Um, And so, Talion is like, okay, three witches like put a slumber, a magical slumber on this land. Agatha the Hungry lays in wait near the great cauldron. Sick. Cruel Hilda has taken winter's crown for her own. And there's beguiling Ariette. And whoever is brave enough to defeat them will break the curse upon the realm and earn a boon from my ever full treasury. And so Kellen is obviously like, yep. I'll do it. I'm 10. <laughs> yes. And that's the that's the end of the first chapter is Kellen being like wow. into it. Wow. I love that. Yes. And that's getting, very you cool. Know. I love defeating three witches. Any day I will do that. I, Talion, if I you ask me. I love defeating three witches. I'll get in there. Yeah. Um, and we've seen Talion's card already. Um, yeah. They have like this. a really And the card cool, is very, very cool. Very powerful also. Yes, it yeah. is. Um, seems great. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's a banger of a way to open the story here yeah. on Eldraine. Great stuff. I'm, Tune back in in the future for more chapters. Yes, if you would just like the spark notes, we got you. Yeah, fam. Well, everybody, thanks for hanging out with us for another week here as yeah. we travel into the future. I'm not ready to tell you what your bill costs for Uh-oh. all that fortune telling. All right. The answer is um, uh, that I will sometime come to you in the future with a request you cannot refuse. What? That's my price. All right. It's kind of a spooky price. It better be just a bag of Durango's. <laughs> 
that's when I go on my high quest. That's what I need. <laughs> You're gonna send me on to your high quest. To be the high king. A bag of Durangos from 7-Eleven. Which FYI's for some like what our friend group calls Doritos. <laughs> Just a better name for him, in my it opinion. Is. Honestly, Doritos should change their name to Durangos. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's a cool start to the story. Yeah. And everything that's coming up in Magic, I could not be more excited for. Yeah. They've done a great job with making some very neat worlds for us to visit. Like we mentioned, we already recorded next week's episode yes. because I am out of town. And so next week we look back at the past year. We go through Mark Rosewater's year in review. Yeah. And kind of look at what things could be different. And if we think that they might be different based on what we're going to see. Yeah. So that one's really exciting. So look forward to that next week. Um, which means there'll be a slight delay in announcing um, yeah. people from Patreon, but that just means you get two episodes for the yep. price of one, everybody. Uh, Remember so, to check out the VML yes, Championship this weekend. This weekend. It's going to be very, very cool. Twitch.tv slash VMLMTG is where to find that. Mm-hmm. Um, and become a patron to get a shout out on episode yeah. 553 over at patreon.com slash glhfmagic. Check out everything Eldraine at cardkingdom.com slash glhf. And go to magicplace.com if you want information <laughs> on Chris Angel's shows. Um, I can only yeah. say that if that's your jam, I mean, why go to chrisangel.com when you could go to magicplace.com? magicplace.com. <laughs> Thank you one more time to Nathan <laughs> for you, seven millimeter furry and Robert. Yay. Thanks everybody for supporting this show, uh, and everything else that we do. Um, you know, you're just really cool people. Yeah, man. You know, you're just yeah. really cool. You're cool. And even Chris Angel would say that, which is kind of a really big deal. <laughs> 